Hello everyone, welcome to the Simply Nikki Show. In today's episode, I will be reviewing the movie Creed 3, the directorial debut of Michael B. Jordan the Star from the franchise Creed, okay? And we're going to get into my thoughts on the movie, takeaways, and all that good stuff. So sit back and relax, enjoy this episode, and let's get into it, shall we? So, doing this review on Creed 3, I really, and watching the movie in the theater and then at home, it was everything, okay? I love when a sequel one-up each other and actually keeps you entertained in the storyline. Because a lot of times, you know, Hollywood loves to make, you know, sequels and franchises and you kind of, it loses its, its base and its audience when it goes off the theme or it loses its just of what the movie was really meant to be in a storyline so I love when a sequel can captivate you and keep you wanting to look forward to another one instead of keep making sequels because Hollywood is bored and don't know no other story to make so they keep making the same one like um, Fast and Furious 10 okay because they're on number 10 now um y'all not tired <laughs> okay um all that money y'all wasting on these same you know same sequels and same franchise like can we get some new stories um because some sequels can be left like some movies can be left alone like okay how how long how many times y'all gonna run this one up how many times y'all gonna waste money on this one and I will say, it's certain movies that do have some good sequels, like Avatar, okay? Even though we waited a long time for Avatar 2. Oh my gosh. But was it good? And then, you know, Creed. You know, Creed 1 and Creed 2 and now Creed 3. is like, it only gets better. Everybody has their difference of opinion on, you know, the reviews of each movie and which one is better. You know, that's your prerogative. Um, but... I really liked, I'm really liking Creed franchise, you know, looking at Creed, the franchise, then Rocky's franchise, because I had to go back and look at some Rocky sequels, because I had to understand the storyline and the background story of Rocky, Apollo Creed, which is Adonis Creed, uh, played by Michael B. Jordan's dad in the movie. Um, I had to understand how did Adonis Creed come about with Apollo Creed. Because Apollo Creed, unfortunately, lost his life, the character in the movie, in the ring, okay? And when I seen that scene, I, I shed a couple of tears, you know? Because, you know, why, why would they do that, okay? Um, but Apollo Creed, the father, okay, he, had, he was married, but he had an affair, okay, on Felicia Rashad. That's played Felicia Rashad in the movie. Um, the mama of the character. Um, he was married to her, the mom, and he had um, you know, an affair and that came about with Adonis Creed, which is Michael B. Jordan's character, and that's how he came about because unfortunately Apollo Creed the father was not able to see Adonis Creed, so Adonis Creed felt like he um his dad never wanted to see him. Um, he always felt like something was missed. He was like, oh, I don't, I don't need the name. I don't care. He, even in Creed 1, he didn't really 
want to take on the name. He just wanted the box. He was in and out uh, in the beginning of Creed 1. They were showing him. I'm giving y'all a background story of all this, right? To lead up to how we got to Creed 3, okay? And Adonis Creed, he was always in fights. He was in and out of group homes. He was even in juvie. He was fighting in there. And that's when he met the character, um, the person, Felicia Rashad, um, uh, Miriam. And she um, had to break it down to him. And so he tried to tell Adonis Creed how, why she's in his life, how that came about, you know. And then, you know, the media had to be messy because when Cree started fighting and started becoming professional in the ring, they end up finding out about him being Apollo Cree's son, telling all of his dad's business, even bringing up clips of the fight his dad had that unfortunately made him lose his life. So he was just battling, should I take this name? And then when he took it, he was really, you know, sensitive to when people call him Baby Creed, all this stuff. So he always was fighting, 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 fighting. And what I like about Creed and the boxing franchise with Rocky and Creed is they show you the heart behind why and how fighting is. They show that it's not just about putting on, you know, always, oh, I'm a, I'm, I can fight somebody. But why do you want to fight? What is your reason for fighting? What are you fighting for? You know what I mean? And a lot of times people fight because money involved. A lot of people fight because that's their life. A lot of people fight because they feel like they fighting for their life. You know what I mean? It's like, or they're running from something or someone or something that they don't want to um, bring up to the surface. So they ball it up and all they can do is um, simplify that infighting. Whether that's your professionally fighting or you just always fighting because you're acting out something or acting out feelings that you don't want to talk about. You know what I mean? And that's why I feel like Creed franchise and Rocky really showed the heart of fighters. I know, I know it's just movies, but movies always have truth of reflection of reality to me. So um, with Creed 3, you know, they solidify, you know, Bianca which is played by Tessa Thompson um, in the movie, named Bianca. You know, they she was his uh, Adonis Creed's girlfriend in one and two. They had a baby, Amara, in two, which um, the baby was born deaf. Um, and I just like that they, in Creed three with Michael B. Jordan's director of debut, actually got a person that was actually, that's actually in the deaf community. And then just grab anybody that can portray that because I hate and it frustrates me when Hollywood will get somebody that can act but doesn't live the everyday life of a person with a disability who is blind, who is deaf, who has different um, ailments and stuff like that. And when you do that and the person that is not actually the character they're playing or have those disabilities and they get this money and these accolades from this character they're playing but it's like you're not you're not really you're not paying you're not paying homage as you think you are by playing these characters i feel like it's a mockery to me and yes i do like um you know i do like ray with jamie fox however i still my sentiments haven't changed about 
behind, you know, how Hollywood can be shysty, okay, lazy, repetitive, okay, and I like that with this movie, Michael B. Jordan did not do that, so Michael B. Jordan in this Creed 3, he is established, he's a boxing champion who won numerous of fights, and child lost some, but won a lot, and he got this new world with his family, his daughter, his wife, child, they even got um, May, big old house, big old mansion, stuff like that, living a life, you know, he's still trying, he's training new boxers to, um, just like Rocky did with Creed, you know, and just paying homage and paying things for it and making sure his name and legacy lives on, so while he's doing that, he's in the boxing um, gym that's named after his father, Apollo Creed, and this guy is laying on his car, right? And he like, um, he on the phone. He like, who is this? You know, he's like, um, oh, you remember me? He said, can I get an autograph? That's Damien played by Jonathan Major. He said, no, you can't get no autograph, but you can get off my car. <laughs> and he was like, you remember me? And when he said it again, he remembered that was his friend from, you know, being a group home because Damien um, took him to matches. But Damien was a real like. He, that was his dream, too, to be a boxer. So he took in the matches. You know, he's sneaking out the house. Um, Adonis Creed was when he was younger to go to these matches and watch Damien fight. So Damien was a good fighter. He had a street fight, but he was a good fighter, you know. And he taught uh, Adonis Creed a lot of his moves and stuff like that. And he uh, Adonis Creed was in his group home and... His group home um, caregiver was always bullying him and taking, you know, bullying on him. And he, when he got a little older, he found him and he started beating him up. And that, that's when his other people, um, Liam, um, people came and jumped on Creed. And that's when Damien jumped out of the car and had the weapon. And he was pointing at him to make them stop. And that's when the police came. Adonis Creed ran off. And Damien went to jail for half of his life. And that's when we come up to the now. Now as Adonis Creed and Damien is older, Damien is out of prison um, for serving that long sentence, what he did when he was younger, um, and how he reacts to being out now. And you could tell when Damien and Creed met up at the restaurant, he took him out to eat or whatever, um, Damien's like, no, I don't want no handouts because Creed asked him, you know, I'll take care of you. If you need anything, let me know. He was like, no, I don't want no money. But he did want something from Creed when Damien came to Creed's house for the first time in his big mansion. You know, they had dinner and everything. Damien did ask Creed to, you know, get him on the roster of doing professional boxing, you know. And he was like, you know, you can't do that. You got to earn your way into that. You can't just get in because of who I am. And you could tell Damien felt a certain way, like, he was like, but I thought that's how you got on. You know what I mean? And that's what Rocky did for you. And I feel like even with the name Creed, he still had to earn his way, Adonis Creed. Um, and nobody was taking it easy. I mean, look at the fight scenes in Creed and 1, Creed 1, 2, and 3. Like, he couldn't, and nobody was taking it light because he was, uh, Apollo Creed's son, you know, they were, you gonna get these hands, okay, so it's like, that's what it was, and Damien thought, well, 
I taught you, talking about he thought he, because he taught Cree a lot of stuff. You know, he felt like, well, you owe me because I, I went down for you while you ran away and you wasn't by my side. So that, that word on play, like you owe me, you know what I mean? And a lot of time that's what the past can do to you or that's what that loyalty and all that stuff can do to you. Like you, you, you'd start to feel guilt as if you have to do something or what what is too much to give or what is too much to offer you know what I mean because a lot of people can go them out when you do help them it's okay I help you train I help you do this like he was doing with Damien in the movie he gave he took him to the um to the boxing gym but he started when he was boxing the you know the um underdogs or whatever in the in the ring he was he was taking away he was hurting people he was hitting them in certain areas of their body that would really damage their life and that's when duke the the black man that um one of the trainers for Cree came in and said hey you need to take control of this Cree because this guy Damien, you do not owe him nothing. I know you think you doing right by him by giving him this opportunity, but he is not what you think he is. When a person like him ain't got nothing to lose, he becomes dangerous. And see, Creed should have listened to Duke because Duke was trying to warn him way before he got so far into deep into his situation with Damien because Damien was not trying to rekindle a relationship with Cree. Damien was trying to reclaim his throne, reclaim who he was before he went to prison. He's trying to live out that life that he wanted, that he dreamed of. And he was going to do that in, by any means necessary, even if Cree got in his way. So um, Cree found a way where Damien was hurting people, like hitting them in certain areas and stuff like that. And Damien got away when he did his fight with one of um, Creed's boxers. And he hurt him really bad in the ring. Okay. Could have almost lost his life because of how Damien was hitting him in that ring. And they said, Lil Duke, the guy in the character in the movie, was like, no, I don't want you to say you understand or I will try to help. I want you to stay away from Jim because that Damien guy, you don't know him the way you think you know him. And Damien, like any person that has, you know, his life taken away from him and thrown away in jail and prison and stuff like that, you become bitter, you become resentful, you become angry. And you willing to take that on, out on anybody. You see what I'm saying? And with Cree, he could not let go of the past. Cree could not let go of the past. In the movie, you could see he kept struggling to, okay, I'm living this life, but I feel bad because my homie from back in the day just came out. I need to do something. I need to help him. But he being hard, he ain't listening. I'm trying to trying to tell him the way this ain't that you're not in prison no more you gotta move a certain way and he's not listening you know and i like that they showed i like that what mike b jordan did was show 
all sides. You know, it's like he living this life, be feeling guilty that he living this life. And Damien feel like you living my life and I must do any and everything to gain this life that you supposedly taken from me. Okay? So now he angry. Alright? And like Lil Duke, um, the trainer said, when a person ain't got nothing to lose, then that person is dangerous and will take out anybody and anyone and their ways to get what they want. And I really love the back and forth with Creed did, which I'm going to jump through the fight scene with him and Damien. You know, ain't nothing like some that can really get to you is the people that's close to you. That can play in your head and there's no certain things about you to get to you. And you could tell Damien was doing that to Cree. He was really getting to him. Call him Baby Cree. Everybody know that. Watch Cree. He do not like being called that. That is a trigger for him. Okay? And just little stuff like calling him um, a punk and all this stuff. Like, you don't, you don't want to do that. You know what I mean? He was like, okay, let's fight. You know? And I don't know why they put Stephen A. Smith... <laughs> on here but oh i know he really liked that little shine he got from that movie i know he he's still replaying that scene over and over again because to him to me he just loud all the time loud and wrong okay so i was just like what he doing here but okay you know go off steven um but i love the idea of it was like creed was fighting against his past and still trying to maintain his presence while Damien was fighting the world and he was trying to hurt people. Because hurt people hurt people. And like Damien said, you think you mad, Creed. How about spending half of your life in a cell and watch somebody else live your life? When he said that, I was like, dang. That is something. You are going to be resentful. You are going to be angry. You're going to want to fight any and everybody. And there is no enemy like a person knows that you used to rock with and now they can't stand you no more. And you ran out on them. Now they feel like you you know you know a uh, loyal person. Um and he told him, Go on and run away like you ran away from me when we was younger. And when he said that, that played in Kree's mind and just kept playing on him. You know what I mean? And when Lil Duke in the f final fight scenes with Damien and Creed, you could tell in the first, because they did 12 rounds. They always do 12 rounds on every um, boxing franchise movie like Creed and Rocky. And you could tell in the beginning of the rounds, Creed was holding back from Damien because Creed could not let go of his past, the idea that I'm about to fight my friend. I'm fighting what I used to be to sustain what I am now. I'm not only proving that I am Apollo Creed's son, but I'm proving that I am worth this Creed's name because my friend from back in the day even think that I'm not worth this name. So now I'm proving it to the world, the people, and the people in the boxing world, everybody. You know what I mean? Who am I if I don't have this last name? What am I fighting for? You know what I mean? So him fighting his friend was very 
saddened to him. So he was holding back his fights, you know, him the way he fight him and not hurting him because he already felt like, oh, well, I already hurt him enough. I ran away. I already hurt him enough. Look look why he's so angry, why he want to fight me, why he want to take my title from me. You know what I mean? And like Duke said, I need you to let go of the fear, let go of the guilt, let go of whatever was, and walk into what is. And when Duke said that, I said, I know that's right. That's what a lot of us in this world now needs to do. We're going we gonna to talk about that. Because that phrase right there, I need you to let go of the fear, let go of the guilt, and let go of whatever was and walk into what is. Baby, let me tell you something. The thing I love about the boxing franchise with Creed and Rocky, they're going to always have some gems that you can take away in life. If you play, pay close attention to a lot of things, you can learn a lot. And when he said that, I said, oh, he's talking about me. Oh, he's talking about this. Every, you could tell everybody's emotions in the theater was just like, it, it was just a wave of emotions, okay? And a lot of people, everybody does this. We don't know how to let go of the fear and let go of the guilt. Oh, something's my fault. And and you pulling and tugging with that past, with your present. Oh, I, I didn't get that certain accolade. I didn't get to that certain ranking. I didn't get to that certain promotion because I had a slip or Whatever the case is. Whatever you did or did not do, you allowing it to overshadow what is because of what was. I said, come on, little Duke, with a, um some message. That's what I always love about this this franchise because whether it was Duke and whether it was Rocky, they always had life lessons when it comes to boxing. But it wasn't just something you can use for just boxing. It was something you can use for just life. Because when Creed and Damien was in their ring and they fighting, throwing blows, and he's like, look, I need you to stack this out. That's what Duke told Creed. I need you to let go of what was and fight this man like you know what you're walking into, who you are. Let him know that you Creed. Because right now, you acting like you don't know who you are because of what you was or what you did or did not do in the past when it came to Damien. Only thing Damien can do at this moment is focus on what is now. Because even when it came to the final, like the rounds of when they, uh, in the movie, the way Michael B. Jordan did it was he had the inspiration of anime. He really loves anime. All my anime people out there, you know what I'm talking about. When you seen the movie, you know that was like an anime inspiration when everything went silent with the crowd in the movie. And they were just throwing blows. And all you can hear is just the blows and the, the growls and the yelling. When I tell you, when Creed let go of that, oh, I'm, a, I'm, a, I'm that bad person back in the day. I still owe him. I feel bad of why he's, why Damien's where he at. And he actually fought him like Creed fought in one and two. I said, I know that's right because you was about to make me mad. Okay? But... You can understand why he was doing that because he was in prison himself in his mind. He wasn't even in prison, but Damien kept trapping him in that ideology of, you was not in there. I was. But even if 
Cree was not even though Cree was not in that cell with Damien physically, his mind was trapped in there with Damien. Cause the moment he saw Damien on his car land on his car and he um came back into his life, he was trapped back in there. He never wanted to talk about with his wife Bianca. He always brushed up or hid things from her, even when Cree wanted to. He didn't tell certain things because again, it's about I'm not worrying about that. I don't want to talk about that. I want to talk about now. I want to worry about now. But a lot of times, if you don't focus or try to release that what was, it will manifest and mess up what is. You see what I'm saying? So a lot of times, whether you messed up or whether you made a mistake or whatever guilt or fear you have, if you don't get a hold on to it, it will boil up and come out in ways that you don't want it to and it can't mess up what your what is what your what is moment is because we too focus on what was the what was is what past tense how do you how can how are you going to live life if you're if we focus on the what was is messing up our what is now is messing up what what i what it will become for the future you know what i'm saying because we fighting the what was, the what is, the what will become over and over again. You find yourself so are you probably in the fight with create yourself. So so we we allow the anger and the fear to, to build up so much and hold us back that we can't enjoy the life of the now. I am a person today. There's a lot of people that's like that. So worried that our what was will mess up what our what our what is is going to be that we don't even want to plan for the what will become because our mind is trapped in that imprisonment of that fear and that guilt because we can't let it go. Just like Frozen the movie in Disney, let it go. Let all of the worries, let all of the tears, let all of the anger out. If you get a handle on it sooner and fast and right then and there and don't let it boil up, you won't have any. Why? Now you got more, then you're going to be worrying about more mistakes and more, more upsets and disappointments of yourself because you didn't get a handle on it. The things you can get a handle on, focus on that. The things you cannot control, let that go. Because once it has moved past the time, and the era is no longer there, and it's a new era, your day will not, your era, your new era will not be filled with possibility because you letting the impossibles mess up because of what happened wrong. And we, we think of mistakes and guilt and fear as always something bad. Always something that's holding us back. That once we let that go, we can finally think clearly on. Even though that was not the way I wanted to be, I'm not going to allow it to play into my now where I'm trying to become who I want to become. In the near future. And as the days go by. Every day. Is a new start. Every day is a new beginning. And that's 
what Duke was trying to tell Creed. If you woo soft and let that go and be in the what is and walk into that, you will feel so much relief. Because you could tell even when Creed was holding in all this guilt and all this fear, it would stress them out. Couldn't sleep, couldn't get rest, lashing out on people. You know, and once he, and once Damien, even at the end of the movie where Creed, you know, beat him in the movie in the last ring of the uh, round of fight, and when Damien told him, I forgive you, I don't, I don't blame you for, for anything. I don't blame you for what happened. And you could see him tearing up because it's like, I needed to hear that so I can let go of what was. So now I can step into what is. I can be happy with my family. I can have an open conversation with my wife and love on my daughter and understand that just because you know how to move them hands and them feet, you got to understand that your mind and everything else need to be right. So you can fully be capable of being in your now and in your, your greatness, okay? His greatness wasn't just because, oh, he's... Apollo Creed's son. His greatness was because he created his own lane. He created so he formed and created who he wanted himself to be. And he was going to sabotage that by focusing on like what was when he came to Damien. Feeling like, oh, people leaving my sad. I left his sad. How can I be this? How can I be this this influence or this this figure or this role model if I can't even get my own life and situation together? You see what I'm saying? So that's why letting go of the fear and the guilt and letting go of what was will help you and relieve you and clear your mind and renew your spirit to walk into the what was, to the what is, I mean, and let go of the what was. Because the was is the past and the is is the present. If you let the was mess up the what is, you will not know what you will become when you need to walk into that. You will not know how to handle it because if you if you hold on to the what was and not the what is. Another thing, even going back into what I was talking about how um Michael B. Jordan Cree for his director debut, I liked when he did the anime scene, anime scene with the fight at the end of the movie where everything, going back to what I was talking about, how the audience was quiet, the noise was just them throwing blows back and forth, and how when Creed will punch Damien and he'll fall and be pushed into one side of the ring, it was showing him being pushed into the, the the jail cell, and it was showing the bar cells in the movie, like a little depiction of it, you know, and how when Damien will punch Creed, he'll be pushed into the sirens and him running away and the depiction of that, and I really liked that he did that because it was not like, it was like they was fighting, both was fighting the world was, and them fighting each other allowed themselves and them talking it and you know, knocking out each other and saying, you know what, you're still my brother, I forgive you, and them coming to understand it, it really showed the what is, and I really liked how they did it, because I was like, wow, that's powerful, he knocked 
when Creed knocked Damien out, he went back into the bar cells, and you could see Creed's face get shook up like, dang, his mind was playing tricks on him. You know, like, dang, I'm pushing him back to the cell that he said he spent half of his life in. And him trying to see, fighting against that, you know what I mean? And like I said, just because Creed was not in this cell with Damien physically, his mind was in prison in there. Because he never let that go. He never let go what happened in the group home with um, the group home owner. He never, he was holding in a lot of stuff and it was making him very angry. Very angry. And that's why I say when you when you see even children or, or individuals, just even in the school system, I'm going to give an example. When you see children in the school system, right, and they're fighting all the time, you don't know what that child is going through. And I do not like when individuals or authorities always say that child is bad or even their own family members say that child bad. They talk, they, they just bad. They're going to always be bad. Why don't you say and speak over people, whether it's children or just yourself in general, just in life in general? Why would you say? Because words are powerful. And looking at Creed and how he was when he grew up, he was always fighting. But did that make him a evil person? Something between him and his fist and his mind is trying to punch whatever he's going through without him even talking about it. And a lot of times we. A lot of times people result into certain aspects and certain actions that are deemed not favorable or not good. I'm not saying always fighting is good. I'm saying people act out. And you got to, you gotta if you don't understand the root of it, you're going to just blame any and everything. But it's like, just talk. If you see the person as human, they will accept that and actually open up to the, to people. And you actually understand the humanality of why that person's acting or behaving the way they are. And that's what I've seen with Creed. Like, he won't just, oh, he's just a bad kid. He always want to fight somebody. No. As you learn in Creed 1, 2, and now 3, you understand why he was always acting out and fighting like he was. Of course, he became professional because, of course, he was uh, Apollo's Creed son and he wanted to. He didn't want to get into that lifestyle, but it's like, even people who are not wanting to be a boxer, just looking at people act out and always in fights all the time and angry. Understand the root. It's, it's a lot of souls walking around angry, pent up frustration, lashing out. We all have been there, okay? Because it's the idea of not letting go, anger, frustration, numbness. And that just, that festers like a sore. And if you don't, you know, put the nourishing, the care on those sores, it will rot in. And it will become a, a detriment to themselves and to others. And that's what you see with Creed 3. Let go of the fear and the guilt and let go of the woe. If y'all take anything away from this review, please let go of the fear, let go of the guilt, let go of the what was and walk into what is and see how much better, lighter, freer your what is will become. 
A lot of times we're fighting ourselves and beating ourselves up as if we're in that ring so much. And we wonder why we're so murked out, so tired. Because we holding on and gravitating to things that don't have nothing to do or is not beneficial to our what is. And we allowing it to overtake what we become. And it's overtaking our mind, body, soul, and spirit by focusing on the negativity, focusing on the mistakes, focusing on the guilt, focusing on the what it was, and just letting it go. Let it go and let it flow. You know what I mean? So I love, I love the movie, okay? And I love Michael B. Jordan's director debut. And I'm so excited for Cree 4. So I want y'all to, because I see so many another storylines that can go on that's actually good. And that is not just for Hollywood's money. Because I can't stand there. Fast and Furious 10 is like, y'all could have stopped at 3. Because why did y'all need all these Fast and Furious? But, you know, it is what it is. But with Creed, that franchise, even with Rocky, it's like, y'all y'all got it. Y'all understand it, okay? It's not like, oh, I'm bored with the storyline. It's always something added on new to the storyline. You know what I mean? It ain't just, oh, let's make some money out of this. It's actually, you could tell this franchise, they really care about this franchise and really take it serious and really want it to be better than the last and, and build up you know what I mean and don't just want us to get our money from us all the time because times is hard okay and um when somebody want to see a good movie I want to see a good movie okay I don't want nothing redundant I don't want nothing lazy like you could have kept it but this I'm glad y'all made it okay and definitely had a great takeaways don't fight your past while you being in your present, let that past go so you can focus on the what is. And don't do not trap your imprison your mind, body, soul, spirit because of something somebody else has done or what you think you did not do or do enough of and let it go. Because that also got a, a viewpoint when it talked about. You know, loved ones being in jail and stuff like that, and how you too can trap your mind, and that that what can I do? What I didn't do? I need to be there. I need to do this. You you they you're there with them so much in your mind, whether through phone calls, texts, letters, whatever, that you can't even. I'm not saying you're supposed to let them go. Or not be there for them. But you consume yourself so much that you can't even live your life. Live your life. You know what I mean? Don't 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 keep letting guilt eat you up so bad you can't live your life straight. You know what I mean? Live your life to the fullest, cause we got all got one life to live. And walk into the what is. If you don't know what your what is, 
is. <laughs> Search it. Find it. Do new things. Try new skills. Try new avenues. And you'll find out what you will become. But let go of what it was. Don't let nobody make you feel bad. You don't owe nobody nothing. You owe yourself in Jesus. Okay? So that's my thoughts on the Creed 3. Y'all go check it out. It's very good. Okay? And I'm out. See y'all on the next episode. Peace.